Chapter 25 of Women, Children, Love, and Marriage. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Women, Children, Love, and Marriage by Catherine Gaston Hartley. Section 4 of Marriage and Other Relationships. Why are men unfaithful? There is a question I would like to ask all wives whose husbands, having left them, are today seeking relief in the divorce courts. What was it that first sent your man away from you? What was it that first turned him from the safe happiness of marriage to seek the restless unhappiness of unregulated love? It will not do to dismiss this question with the old unreasoning condemnation of men, nor will it serve to talk of their polygamous nature and uncontrolled passions. Let us look at the matter a little more closely and with greater regard to truth. In marriage, the woman dominates more often than usually is known. For one thing, she has the children on her side. I think marriage is more of a duel than usually is acknowledged. One partner wins, kills the other, kills all that makes joy in life, makes the one who conquers a captain, the other, the conquered one, a servant, slave, what you will. It is so always, more or less. And in this martial duel, there is no quarter, and nine times out of ten, it is a woman who holds the cards, she who wins. If she is clever, she knows this, knows the game is in her hands. But the dice she has to throw is her sex and she's only been allowed one throw. And when she has thrown wastefully, yes, it is here that disaster enters into marriage and makes tragedy of the game of life. But there is another side, and a side that is of immense importance to women. Undeniably, the greatest function of any man in the life of an average woman is to be the father of her child. All other things he means to her are secondary to this. For this reason, after the birth of her first child, she frequently ceases, though she does not know it, to love her husband as a man and for himself. The feeling of a child against a woman's bosom is more to her than the kiss of a lover or the devotion of a husband. What is it that she feels? It is a liberating power, a sensation of unaccustomed unity, like a strong tide that carries her over everything, makes her unconscious of the worry of the days. It is life itself. It irradiates all the world about her, all that belongs to her, her very soul. She has become one with life, a creator, as a god. That is why so often the man, the husband, and the father finds himself left outside this charmed circle of life. And even when the marriage is childless, so happens most frequently in the marriages that come to the divorce courts, the same passionate, grasping maternity acts, indeed, acts sometimes with added fierceness and even more disastrously. She mothers her man, but she does not love him. She gives him the protection that she should have given to her children, but she holds back the inspiration and the spur that he needs most from her. The woman's life is so often is filled with attending her children or her husband, whom she loves. I must press this home again, where she has no children, not as a mate, but as a child. She ceases to consider him as a man, to belong to him as completely as he belongs to her. She holds back more and more of herself the vital part that he wants, while, at the same time, she demands more and more from him. The man feels that he is losing, giving up his individuality with all that he cares for most. And, after a period of loneliness and unhappiness, broken, probably, with some bluster and conflict, he gives in and begins not to care. The result in the end is almost certain. The lower types of husband from time to time will break away and find compensation in wild love. Some will seek distraction in work or will develop a temper and nerves. Other men of more fine refinement will suffer much more, till they too break away at last. They will turn from the reality of life to dreams, 
unless they do seek and find love and sympathy with some woman who, without the binding security of marriage, is more careful to understand them and to love them for themselves. Most wives have yet to learn the deeper responsibilities of love, and this is not at all in regard to their duties to their husbands, which most often are too perfectly fulfilled, but in the more intimate and far more exacting task of giving them spiritual freedom as well as sympathy and understanding. I believe that this failure on the part of so many wives in holding back just what the man most craves and seeks for is the real cause to which all other causes are subsidiary of that failure in the continuance of husband's love which brings so many marriages which started in happiness to the disaster of the divorce courts. In my opinion, the greatest cause of error is in women's limited experience which makes their judgments hard, while another cause arises from the tendency, and already have emphasized more than once, a tendency due to a deep inner cause of sex difference, to throw the whole blame for sexual sins upon men. Some women carry sex antagonism like a flag, which they flourish in every wind. These are, of course, a small minority, but the majority of women fail to take a wide, sane view, both on this question of the unfaithfulness of husbands and that of the whole physical relationship of marriage. And the remedy? Yes, that is the difficult matter. We cannot alter these inharmonies of love by any cut and dry reforms. The expression of sex is a question largely of understanding. It is regeneration that must begin with the movement, in particular, on the part of women towards a truer acknowledgement of their own natures and an acceptance of men's needs. I dare to think of such regeneration of love, but it must come through education and consciousness and a fuller understanding of life. And by education must be understood all that influences the unconscious as well as the conscious self, so that our full life may be lived in harmony and not with one half ourself in intimacy with the other half. End of chapter 25